You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the On Deck Podcast right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and oh my goodness, what a good night for fantasy baseball it was. Oh, I hope you listened to yesterday's show, because yesterday... We did our call our shot, which is our new segment where we pick somebody to hit a home run. Now, I just missed it. I had the right guy right next to the guy, the right concept, just the wrong one. I had Kemp instead of Puig. But you, my friend, you hit the ball, Goldschmidt, Chris Meany. Look at that. The first time we do the segment, you knocked it out of the park. I'm so damn proud of you. I'm so proud. (laughs) Oh, it, it feels good when you you get a call, obviously, because we're not going to be able to go 100 percent as hot as we've been, Joe. But yeah, it's, it's I don't nice know. No, that's call. not true. We're going to be this hot. <laughs> I mean, right now, look, I don't know where you're going to get a half hour of DFS content this good, this quick that you can apply this fast. I don't know where it is. Let me know if you know where it is, and if you haven't subscribed to On Deck right here yet, I want to really question your decision making process in life. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a good call. I mean, we're, oh, yeah. we're, we're knocking it out of the park right now. It is. It's what I like is just to hear the the feedback from people. Like, yeah, you know, you guys said it with confidence. I listened. I played Goldschmidt, and I was well on my way. It wasn't just Goldschmidt. It was you know we'll keep an eye on Freddie Peralta moving forward. This guy strikes people out. The fantasy community seems to be in on him. But so far in a short sample size, and so we talked about yesterday, Joe, like a, all the red flags, all he was checking all the boxes where you want to pick on a pitcher is a fly ball percentage over 50, a hard hit rate over 40 in a hitter's friendly ballpark. And it wasn't just Goldschmidt. We mentioned Paul DeYoung. Ozuna went yard as well. That was a high scoring affair on both sides. So uh, we got another one between Milwaukee and St. Louis. These two teams can score runs. Yeah. Well, look, we, we were all into that game for sure. I had Yelich in the lineup with Goldschmidt. So oh, three, a good day three more draft. homers for Yelich. Are you kidding me? This guy uh, is not human. Well, well, and, and here's the thing. I mean, you, we, we talked about like, how do you fit these guys in? Okay. How do you fit them in? How do you make this work? And it was easy yesterday. One guy was named Luis Castillo, and the other guy was named Hugh Darvish. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's, let's go to the tail of the tape, and let's take a look back at yesterday. And if you don't believe us, if you think we're full of crap, go listen to yesterday's show. I mean, it's, it's all in there. And, we, and look, in all fairness, when we miss it, we take ourselves to test. Nobody's tougher on us than us. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we, we succeed, because we are, we are realistic, and we want to make sure that we're – giving the best and if we're wrong we're gonna beat ourselves up on it more than you're gonna want to beat us up and uh be careful because absolutely train fighter so i will hit that <laughs> so anyway uh let's continue on here so just just real quick too before we go to yesterday's stuff chris davis hit a home run so feel good story of the year right like he did it right as we were closing up the show recording yesterday yeah if only he could play the red Sox every day he broke out of his club before solo he went yard yesterday and I, I just checked his his price today so he's priced accordingly i suppose he's twenty four hundred dollars on fandal so he's not the free square anymore he's still you know at the bottom i think 22 is the minimum on fandal but uh yeah it was it was a nice ride 
Yeah, it was. It was fun. Uh, it was and fun. over on, on DK, he's 21. So, I mean, you don't get any cheaper than that. It's Maybe the short-term gimmick that, that makes everybody smile and then yes. you, you know, get over it. You go, okay, hey, remember that week? Oh, that was fun. Oh, boy. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with uh, the scoreboard from yesterday here. And uh, we faded Aaron Nola. We were talking about it. We said we're going to continue to troll him until he proves otherwise. He has yet to prove otherwise. Uh, Cindergaard was a guy that we were saying, oh, it's a little expensive to get into this uh, dance with him. But one thing I want to take away from this game, too, and I want to watch going forward, Brandon Nimmo hit a home run and also is walking a ton. And a lot of people were worried about Nimmo the first week or two of the season. I told everybody in that Marlins series, he got hit on the hand. I saw it. He stayed in the game. I think it affected him for about a week and change afterwards because he got hit on the hand pretty hard. Didn't break anything, but swelling and all that other stuff. You know, I mean, hurt is hurt. He played hurt, and unfortunately it impacted his uh, abilities on the field. But keep that in mind going forward, top of the order. I know the Line Star app has loved him uh, the last week or so. So uh, if you're not using the Line Star app, you should be because that, that uh, algorithm that they have over there for return on investment value when you're trying to make up lineups, it's been nailing Nimmo uh, on all of these games. He's had big games, so keep an eye on that. Uh, continuing on. Uh, yesterday's slate we had you Darvish who was good enough he got a win he got a bunch of strikeouts yeah I understand he's gonna give up some runs it's fine but my goodness the price was right we went in there the matchup was right and damn it Chris Meany we came out with some points didn't we oh, oh that's all we wanted Joe <laughs> like really I mean it, it was encouraging start he walked four guys it didn't matter he racked up AKs and that's what we said if he can just get to the fifth limited limit the damage to a to a certain extent and then just get the win because you know the Cubs are behind. Yeah, they're they're playing in Miami. It was a decent pitching matchup with Richards on the other side, but this was a good spot for him. Yeah, and that's all you can ask for, man. He got us the W. He was cheap. He's affordable, and those strikeouts are there. I mean, the walks are, are definitely concerning. Uh, going forward, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Miami's not a team that walks. They're like the second no. – he was walks all walking, season. That's yeah, that's yeah, a that's, for sure. yeah. But we, we we escaped. We got the W there. We, we might won. never go back to this well again. <laughs> we may not. Yeah, you're this right. I may never play him at home ever. Look, we're gonna be like Costanza. We're gonna leave on the high note. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good night. We you darvished. We got out alive. Yes. I've I've still got all my clothes. I <laughs> I have no visible scars. <laughs> Everything is fine. And and that's that's what daily fantasy is. That is the whole point. Can you give right that one time? And so far, so good. All right, moving on here with some other stuff that we talked about. Paul Goldschmidt, as I said, went yard for his seventh last night. That was your uh, your pick there for uh, going yard. Uh, Christian Yelich, who I had in uh, my DraftKings lineups all over the place because of you, Darvish, allowed me to do that. Uh, it was a good night for Christian Yelich with his three home runs there. So that was a positive one. And, man, this guy's just not stopping. I, I – I, I'm the first to say I was wrong because I was really concerned those last two months of the season where he just went crazy with the home run totals. I thought was completely unsustainable. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. He's got eight in April and we're only, it's a tax day basically. So I have no idea what to say except Christian Yelich. Um, I bow down to you. Yeah, no kidding. We all should. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal to watch. I agree. I'm with you. I didn't, I thought there'd be a little bit of a regression. I thought it'd be a 300 hitter. He'd hit 20, 25 bombs, 25 for sure. I mean, he's already at eight. He's got a 354 average. He's stolen three bases. He's got 22 RBI. He's got a 449 on base percentage. I mean, his OPS is 1.234. It's, un, it's, he's, he's, he's one of the best in the game. He really is. He's he phenomenal is. to watch. He the is. lineup it's is not a fluke. Ballpark is great. No, it's not a fluke. And it's, he's going to be, you know, 
one of the most expensive hitters. Man, the Marlins have got to be kicking themselves on that deal. Oh my goodness, it's just so hard to watch and brutal. You know when they when you this is and this is the problem. People want to say, oh well, when Jose Fernandez died, that was the end of the organization. No, when Giancarlo Stanton gets traded, when Christian Yelich gets traded, and they don't get proper value back, right? That's the end of an organization. That's an organization that's going to go in the tank for a decade. Because when you have players of this ilk and you don't get proper returns, whether they're paying good market value or above market value for them, this is what happens to your organization. You look like the current Marlins do, which is a joke. Uh, we talked about this on the show last yesterday too. And I said, and I quote, the presence of Carlos Gonzalez in the lineup hitting third is good enough to get me invested on Jose Ramirez on FanDuel because he's so cheap. Because Jose Ramirez eventually is going to get a hit, eventually is going to hit a home run, and the return on investment value is right there. He's got a good matchup against the lefty. I'm not saying Carlos Gonzalez is Christian Yelich. I'm saying when there's a veteran bat in there, you're going to approach the lineup differently. What happened yeah. last night? In that game? <laughs> Jose Ramirez went yard. Oh, he there's, did, didn't there, he? There's a lot of people that are worried about him from a season-long standpoint. I, I said he'd turn it around. Don't worry about it. If you're really cautious about this guy, wait till he gets going before you flip him. But he's too good of a hitter to to stay in this slump. I mean, right now hitting 150 on the season. So Cargo comes in and he scores two runs. He scored two runs yesterday. Didn't have a great day at the plate, uh, but he found a way to get on base. So he scores a couple runs. Ramirez goes deep. Jason Kipnis returns that lineup yesterday. Not a huge, huge player, but an upgrade for what they've had. And all of a sudden, Francisco Lindor is going to come back soon. So this lineup is going to slowly start to turn it around. There's not going to be as many strikeouts in it. The one thing, the, I'm kicking myself for the one thing because I'm such a huge Trevor Bauer fan. And you said it yesterday that Seattle is slowly going to start to cool off here. And it might be an opportunity to start picking on them, jumping on some pitchers. Uh, and that was a, that was. Dropped the ball there for me, but Trevor yeah, Bauer, I thought, had look, a pretty good showing. He's he still walking, expensive. guys. He was yeah. expensive. And speaking of walking, guys, Castillo walked five, and that's why he didn't go deeper into that game against the Dodgers. Only lasted five innings. He gave me the seven strikeouts. That's he, what I was he, looking he for. Looked, he looked strong again yesterday, though, he, I thought. He, he got out. Of, he got himself in some trouble, and he got out of it, though. Like, there well, was that's the thing. The strikeout pitcher could do that. And that's yeah. the difference between some of these guys who don't have that out pitch and the ones that do. And – I will take myself to task. Clayton Kershaw lasted more than five innings. Good for you, Clayton Kershaw. I want to give you the Participation Award trophy for uh, pitching this year in 2019. We're very excited to see you back. But it was a very good showing for Kershaw. And once again, I was pissed because there was zero discount on him. I thought there should be that he gave you nothing. And uh, so don't expect one going forward. So uh, let's move on because and kind of turn the page as good as yesterday was. It's a whole new day. Yes, it is. And let's move on here and let's start with the fact that Keep in mind, now, you've got the two games starting in the 6 o'clock hour on the East Coast, which means on the DK, when you're playing that main slate, quote-unquote, they're not on there because they don't start at 7. And that's frustrating as hell to me right now. Not because I want to start Chris Sale or Paxton. I I actually – I want to run as far away from that pitching matchup as I possibly can because I I don't know what to think anymore with those two guys. Up is down, left is right. Um, Dogs and cats living together. But Matthew Boyd, I did want to get involved in, especially at the 8.1 salary. Ugh, I'm frustrated because at home against the Pirates, a guy who's dropping 40-plus all over the place. Now, on the good side of this, on FanDuel, those games are on the main slate. So Matthew Boyd is 9,700. And look, man, just from the game-long perspective, you're talking about this week lineup. We've been trolling Pittsburgh a lot on the show. Uh, a left-handed pitcher, too. He's going against Musgrove. That's a favorable matchup. Last two games, he's gone six-plus innings, six innings or more in each one of them. He's got 19 strikeouts. 
just five walks, one earned run in each of those starts, both quality starts. I mean, there's a lot to like here with Matthew Boyd. He's getting pricey, but man, this matchup is so good tonight, Chris. I, I, on FanDuel, I think I'm going to go this route for sure. I'm surprised to see, you know, Pittsburgh favored to have 3.9 runs and Detroit at 3.7. I mean, you're right. Can you Boyd smell has the been, road dog there? Can you uh, smell it? Like, well, there's a home no, dog. Home here. dog, rather. Excuse me. What am I saying? Even yeah, better. Like, even better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're right about Boyd. He's been he's been amazing to start the season. His 16.8 swinging strike percentage is the second best mark in baseball. How can that bite? How can uh, how can they be favored in this game with Joe Musgrove against? I don't Boyd? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I mean, we what? should see uh, Goodrum get back into the lineup. He's missed the past couple games due to an illness. He gets back in here. Um, yeah, and Boyd has he's been he's been electrifying. He's been so good. I, it's amazing to look at this board from a Fanduel price point and see you know Chris Sale on the board, James Paxton, Joe Musgrove, who you know some of the fantasy communities in on, and then have Boyd is the guy to have and the most expensive out of the four. It's amazing. And you know what? There's a trend. I know it's early. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But maybe spending up on some of these big name pitchers is not the way to go right now. And a lot of them well, are let's talk with one. Of, we got one of them right off the bat here because we got steven strasburg taking on uh at home san francisco giants and Derek rodriguez now uh, the last start for strasburg was bad and that's gonna cause some people to stay away from him a little bit this pains me because i'm not a fan of his but i think tonight is a night that if you want to pay up for him i think it's a good matchup that san francisco lineup is dreadful uh them traveling i'm not a big fan of all the way to washington from san fran i i eh, i think he's a must play I think I think he's one of those guys too. Yeah, like in in cash, he's going to be super, you know, just super safe. I really do. I mean, I would be shocked if he didn't strike out seven guys in this game. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, on the other side, Derek Rodriguez. We're talking about Freddie Peralta. He's got some of those red flags too. Those boxes that I like to check are forty three percent hard hit right now is the twelfth highest in baseball. He's got a contact percentage at eighty one percent right now as well. So uh, those are those are two big time red flags. Yeah. Fly ball percentage is is fairly okay, but thirty four percent is is right around a norm above norm. And last year he got hit hard as well. I mean, last year was 40%. So I think this is a good opportunity maybe to jump on some national spats. If you want, it's hard to get everybody in here. No, uh, but you know what? Robles, Robles Eaton and Soto, I think are, are, are in range at least. And those sure. are the guys I would go with. Those are, those are the three that I think are the most relevant in this game. And you say, well, why Robles is at nine, but you know, it's a weird nine because the pitcher hits eighth in that lineup and the whole thing. And, I don't know. I just think Robles is dynamic enough of a player with a power and speed combination that he has. I like guys that can get you points in different ways. Yeah. And, and, and he's I, been good. And he's been good. And yeah. he's been a good return. And because he hits nine, there gives you just like another like $200, $300 off his normal price. If he was hitting two, you would have a $300 surplus on yeah, top of what you usually get. All right, let's uh, move on to the Mets and Phillies game two of this series for them. Brandon Nimmo leading off. Again, yes, of course, against Nick Pavetta. Oh, oh, oh doctor, <laughs> give it to me. Brandon Nimmo, 4.1K, lock it up, lock it up. Steven Matz uh, taking on Nick Pavetta in this one. And, look, McCutcheon had a good game yesterday. That's a, that's a positive for McCutcheon owners. I, this game, I think, is going to be one of those 6-4 kind of contests, personally. I, I think the Mets are going to come out victorious in this one. I'm not getting involved with either of these two pitchers, though, offensively. You gotta love. I mean, look, Peter Alonso is hitting everything this year. He really is. And Cano, uh, I had in some lineups yesterday. He at least had a couple points in there. But you know, Nimo, Alonso, Cano, the one, two, three in that order against Pavetta. Um, 
I, I think that's that's money in the bank in that ballpark. I would be very hard pressed not to see one home run from one of those three guys. Yeah, and the Mets just keep getting, you know, they're just low owned. Their stack is not even really thought about, and every single night they're putting up runs. I mean, this division is top notch. This is part of it. I mean, all the top pitchers inside this division are struggling, but you got to give the offense credit across the board. The Line Star app loves uh, Mikel Franco on the FanDuel side, $3,700. We've been talking about him all year. JT Romuto is well in there, you know, at the five spot. If you're playing on FanDuel, $3,000. You and I don't like to spend up at the catcher position, so he's somebody to think about. We tossed out Yadier Molina yesterday. We just over him he was fine yesterday too i think he had a uh, rbi double so if you can find some value in the middle of lineups yeah him and jance were the two catchers i was rolling with yesterday so yeah uh, amazing so yeah i can get behind that as well i mean yeah cano thirty seven hundred dollars absolutely he's always nobody likes i don't understand what it is professional hitters anyway you take that free square and you move on second base yeah urkel gets the square all right so chris menia you ready Yes. You ready to, to let it ride? Yes. I'm going to let it ride in Miami. Pablo Lopez, host oh. of the Cubs. Jose Quintana coming off an 11 strikeout performance last time. Oh, I'm going down the well again, my friend. I'm going down the well with Quintana, another pitcher that scares the hell out of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Maybe I'm drunk with power, but I, I'm going back there again. I'm just looking at it, and I understand it's going to be a very right handed lineup. I get it. I don't care. Uh, Miguel Rojas, Martin Prado, and, you know, Lewis yeah. Brinson. These, these guys don't scare me. I'm not afraid. Roselle yeah. Herrera, no. Yeah, you shouldn't care. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. care. And you should continue. If, you, if maybe you're not a huge DFS player, I've been hammered the Cubs last night. I'm going to hammer them again tonight. Minus 133 on the road is, is it's going to jump up near 160, 170 by the time first pitch can almost guarantee it. And for Quintana, at least keeping the ball on the ground 53% so far this year. I love the call, Joe. Absolutely. Well, I mean, look, he's 7.9 on the FanDuel side. Yes. That's absurd. With that's, this a, that's a huge value. He is, he is by far the, my favorite tournament pitcher of the night with this matchup. And wow, I didn't it, realize how cheap he was. Side, yeah, yeah, 7.9. 7.9. Uh, yeah, you really got to scroll morning. down the list. You got to scroll down the list. I mean, Mike Leak is, is more expensive than him. As a, as and a Leak has had some moments this year. And I'm, I'm somebody who does enjoy making fun of Mike Leak. But at the same time, he's, he's had some moments. And that team's been solid in April. Yeah. But, I mean – Guys, come on. I mean, that, that's a must play. What? Where are we right now? I feel like I'm in the upside down. Why is Marlins respect? <laughs> I don't get oh. it. And on the other side, Pablo Lopez is somebody whose con- his control, his command has not been great. I know the Cubs bats are expensive and it's a spacious ballpark. You're probably not going to get a lot of home runs, but you know, nobody's really thinking about Brian Rizzo right now. Oh, um, I am. I've, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about them a be. lot. You Maybe be. when we get to call our shot today, I might have to pick one of those boys. Because, oh, baby. Uh, they're they're in my sky. I almost thought Rizzo yesterday, and I I went with my uh, my fun narrative against the old Dodgers returning to Dodger Stadium narrative. <laughs> oh man, it was so cool to see. You know, and Puig is that kind of guy, isn't he? Oh yeah, That's, for you know, sure. Puig is that kind of guy who just wants to stick it to someone. Like Absolutely, it was yeah. yeah, it was almost too too easy to call. I know, I, mean, I, I should have. I went with Kemp instead because I thought he'd be the guy to do it first off Kershaw. <laughs> I, I was giving Kershaw a little. A little respect there, but what am I going to do? All right, Dylan Bundy facing Tyler Glass now. Uh, the uh, roof's going to be closed in this one. So, Glass now 10.6. I mean, he, he, you, you can understand he deserves all the credit in the world. He's been outstanding this year so far in the few starts he's had. Uh, it's a great matchup. I guess my question to you is, do you like Tyler Glass now at 
or do you prefer Steven Strasburg at 10.3? It's Strasburg for me. Yeah, it's one of the two. You have to, you know, you can have both of these guys. You can have exposure to both of them if you want, but well, I'm going to have curious. more too. I, 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 for Glasnow, for Glasnow, it's just the strikeouts are going to be there for him as well, and he's at home. He's in a good matchup, and he should be able to get the win. You know, looking at the other side and going up against Dylan Bundy, who's just struggled so much to keep the ball in the park. So uh, between both of them, I mean, they're they're really close for me for projections. I, I feel like there's probably – the ceiling is slightly higher with Strasburg, I would say. You know, definitely going to get that win. Uh, against San Fran and the offense is actually worse where there's no real bats in that Giants lineup that's going to scare you there's there's none I mean Buster Posey's not the same guy and at least over in Baltimore we have a red hot Chris Davis jokes aside but Chris Davis Mancini (laughs) BR I mean Dwight Smith Jr. somebody you've talked about over the past days getting on base scoring runs too so at least you know I remember his daddy playing that's how old I I remember his dad him and Jerome Walton coming up with the Cubs back in the late 80s like 87 88 time I remember well, or maybe 88, 89, probably I'm probably a year off there. But uh, the Lions are up agrees. They have Strasburg is a better return on investment than Glass now there by uh, by a single point or so. Just a point, right? I mean, it's probably just that Giants lineup, I think it comes down to it. Well, you know, the Giants lineup doesn't strike out as much as one would think, but they, you know, Steven Strasburg is the guy that can change that. Oh, I, I feel. Yeah, so just uh, going through. All right, let's continue on here. Uh, offensively, I, I don't know about you, but it was nothing to me there in that game that I was excited about. I didn't want to gloss over it, but anything for you there offensively? Uh, you know, I definitely wouldn't mind getting a couple of Tampa bats in there. Meadows has gotten to the point where he's way too expensive on DraftKings and FanDuel 5-4-2. and four two. But, I mean, if you're playing on FanDuel, $3,800 for Tommy Pham. Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. And then Brendan Lowe in the five spot. $3,600. There just seems to be more of a discount for some of these guys over on FanDuel. DraftKings is a little bit tighter. Um, but, yeah, right there in the five spot, some power. And Bundy is – he's – yeah. He's, you know, he's go, going there. back to that Cubs contest, too, you want to talk about, like, the difference in price. And Kyle Schwarber, another guy on FanDuel, 3.2. Ben Zobris, 2.7. Wow. You know, we always like to find a guy in the twos. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Ben Zobris leading off tonight with the 2.7. That's if, a good one. That, that's one you might want to throw in there as a lineup builder for – you know, for uh, cash games where you're like, oh, I'm going to go for the big pitcher. I want some responsible offense. He's hitting at the top of the order. That's yeah. that's super cheap. That's, that's something it. to keep in mind. Absolutely. All right, so that might be your – there's your cheap two, $2,000 player of the night, Ben Zobris. Uh, Robbie Ray on the road taking on Max Freed. So two lefties battling here. Ray is priced at 9.9 on DK, 8 for Max Freed. This is um, – this one has some potential to be a, a fun matchup because, you know, there's – Max Fried's been good so far in the short sample. Robbie Ray, we all know, has potential to throw up a, a gem. I'm curious, what's your take on this one? Because I don't have a feel for this game yet. I think there can be some runs scored on both sides. You know, there's a couple guys that really hit lefties. We've been talking about Ozzy Albies all year. I mean, 389 against lefties this year, 335 right. last year. Uh, Marcakis right in the middle of that order, again, is, is such a discount. Last season, such a strong year against lefties. And then on the other side, we got Marte, who, um, I mean, right now he's not – yeah, he's projected to be in the two spot. Very expensive on DraftKings, 45. Over on FanDuel, I th- again, I think he's a, a big-time steal, 3-3. Is 333 off lefties this year, already three home runs. Last year, nine bombs and a 321 average against lefties. So there's a couple guys in there who can hit lefties. You brought up Christian Walker last week. He's $2,900 on that side as well. I like the Atlanta bats a little bit more because – you're right about Robbie Ray. I mean, the strikeouts are there. There's no question he has the ability to take take a tournament down for you. 
maybe even on a night like this where people are going to be off of him, but I look at the price and like 9.9, no chance. And the Fanduel side, it's easier to justify that, but then you've got to be, yeah. you've got to be absolutely right about him because of the one pitcher. Yeah. See, that's, that's my problem is I don't feel that kind of confidence in him. I don't. It's a great opportunity. If you're somebody who plays multi-entry and you want to go get a bunch of different, so you're playing 10 lineups in a night. Okay. That's fine. You want to have one Robbie Ray lineup. I get it. And it, I think it goes down to what kind of player you are. If you're somebody that wants to play single entry, uh, Robbie Ray is not going to be that entry for me. It's just not no. going to be. I don't feel confident. If I'm a multi-entry person, like you're saying, the ownership's yeah. probably low. The matchup might be better than you realize because of the potential there for Robbie Ray. But yeah. uh, it's, you, it's a tough sell. Your cash stack should be Braves, and the way that you can get it in is because of guys like Albies and Marcakis are just so cheap. I mean, even Josh Donaldson, who had a home run over the weekend. I mean, the thing with Robbie Ray, five walks his first outing, five walks his second outing, and two more in his third, and the right. Braves walk more than anybody in baseball. They're patient, they take their walks, and they got guys who can crush lefties. So this is not a good spot for Robbie Ray. Agreed. All right, let's move on. Aaron Sanchez at 7.3K, taking on Kyle Gibson at 6.4. Now, look, it's it's obviously, you know, when you're looking at these guys, when you're looking for cheap pitcher, I mean, geez, 6.4 for Kyle Gibson. I I don't love Kyle Gibson, but that is a a huge discount. It is. For a home team. You might be able to do – yeah, you're right. And for a team of the Jays who – It's not like the Cubs walking into town. It's not like the Braves walking into town. It's not like the the Milwaukee Brewers walking into town. This Gibson may be the guy that you could pair up with a top, you know, a top-end pitcher like a a Strasburg. So on the DK, there you go. So if you want Glasnow or Strasburg, Kyle Gibson, maybe that becomes a, a tournament cash hybrid. Yeah, I mean, the Jays are striking out 29% of the time, so there's an opportunity there for Gibson to to strike some guys out. I mean, last year, career-high 8.19K per night. It's, just, it's not fantastic. It doesn't jump out of the page, but, I mean, you put that together with a 61% ground ball rate this year, and there's an opportunity for him to limit the damage and get a W because I'm pretty confident that the Twins will be able to to bounce back. Yeah, I, this that one to me, that just sticks out like a sore thumb. And, and you should take, if you're, again, multi-entries, you should take advantage of that. That that's I'll tell you what. I feel better about that than Robbie Ray. Oh, because, for sure. Because the Kyle Gibson one, if he gets the W there at least, even though the strikeouts are mild, but he gets the W, I'm loving life. If Robbie Ray just is mediocre, that extra three thousand dollars I gotta spend on him is is crushing. Yeah, agreed. It's, it's a crushing amount of money. That's a whole player. <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> offensive player. It's true. I mean, we could joke, but it's the difference between, You're right, yeah. you know, getting Christian Yellowich back in your lineup and a difference of, of having, you know, some, you know, third platoon outfielder kind of guy at 3K. All right, John, uh, Jack Flaherty at 9.2 is going to be taking on Brandon Woodruff, 7.5. Now, I love Flaherty. I'm a big fan. I know you are as well. This is just a tough place to pitch. And yes. there's just not enough of a discount for me to get involved in it. But I guess my question to you is, do you have enough respect for Flaherty that you're willing to fade the Milwaukee lineup? Um, yeah, I, I won't be spending up on Yelich today. Uh, if I'm going to get anybody in there, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to attack, you know, the four five, six hitters. Some of the guys that are struggling, I know Moustakas went yard yesterday, but Travis Shaw, Jesus Aguilar didn't get in the lineup. He's, you know, he's losing a lot of playing time, but I think, you know, there's an opportunity in tournaments maybe to jump on them, but I do have a lot of respect for Flaherty. His first start of the season came in Milwaukee and he struggled. He had, I think he gave up seven hits and four in runs, but I was looking at last year when I was breaking down that first matchup and he was really strong against Milwaukee. Like he had, I think he played them four times looking now, like one outing here, 
six scoreless, three hits, seven K. Another one, 13 strikeouts over seven innings, only gave up the one hit. And then another one, he he went five, gave up six hits, one run, nine K. So he has that ability to, you know, shut him down. So, I mean, this may be a game that I kind of stay clear of from a DFS standpoint, but I think they'll, again, there's going to be some runs scored, especially on St. Louis's side against Woodruff. By the way, you know, I'm, I'm peeling into the line star app stuff because they have these great little stats underneath the player cards and, and things like that. And while you were talking about that, I just happened to have Kyle Gibson up and it caught my eye. Mm. He's averaging 45% more fantasy points at home. Kyle Interesting. Gibson. 45% more. That's, wow. that's a huge difference. That is. <laughs> that's a huge number. I mean, that is a, that, there's your stat nugget of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's a stat nugget. The worth tools making. are great online, sir. They really yeah, honestly, I, 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 if you are serious about this, the $15 investment a month or whatever it is to upgrade to the premium package at LineStar for the month, it's a no-brainer just because of the amount of information. If you are serious, if you're playing a couple hundred dollars a month DFS-wise, why wouldn't you spend the 15 and get this tool and listen to the pod and do everything together? I, I don't understand. It just it makes sense to me. And, and even if he just comes back with a 15 spot or even a 20 spot tonight, possibly on the upside of a 20 spot, man, that's 6.4. It's just it's staring me. It's like it's like staring me in the face. <laughs> just asking for it, Chris. I don't know why. I like it. It, it just is. Uh, like all it. right. I don't. I don't want to steal the thunder there. <laughs> the other, oh you know? no, it's nice. I mean, I just I saw that nugget and I went, oh, geez. There's so man. many cool tools like that, and yeah. I mean, if you're just getting into DFS, this is a great way to to learn. I mean, I just love the how they have a small sample size of 20 games, one of 150 dating back to last year. The splits, righty lefty splits. Um, it's it's all good, man. There's a lot of greatness here. All right, so anything else in that Cardinals lineup? Because I know we're running late here. So let's. Um, uh, yeah, no, not really. I mean, Molina is another discount, but um, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so Jaime Barria versus Mike Minor. Obviously, you don't want any of the pitchers. Hitting-wise, though, what are you looking for? It's in Texas, so obviously there's a potential for runs. I wish I wish I felt better about this Angels lineup, but it – I mean, yeah, it's you know, hard to it's hard to it's feel. just it's just difficult it's yeah. just not something I, honestly and even the swing and miss and stuff like that that's in the ranger lineup right now it's just not tempting either it's just i don't like where they're at mazara at 4.2 a little bit kind of piques my interest because of the matchup lefty righty in that ballpark but i don't know i feel like that's one of those teams when they're hot i'm excited about them and when they're not i'm just kind of eh, i know it's a lot to spend on gallo and you're really just hoping for a home run he's got four already against the angels this year uh bria 44 percent fly ball rate last year they're going to score some runs you're looking for where the offense is going to come from because anders is not a big home run guy but yeah mazaro um you get him in there and, and gallo maybe cabrera maybe that's the stack you go a three through six I mean, all right jorge lopez takes on reynaldo lopez the battle of the lopez's no lopez is it Lop- the gas cans is it lopez's lopez or lopai i don't know lopai. i don't know what the plural of lopez is <laughs> but whatever it is it's happening in chicago tonight <laughs> uh so you've got <laughs> somehow adalberto mondesi is still 5.1 <laughs> i just i just want a little discount for the love you're of not God. gonna get it at all i know i know and the only like just tempt me with a four seven and i'm all in it's a 5-1. It's just really difficult. And I had a bunch of Whit Merrifield last night. It was just, you know, it didn't really pan out. It wasn't exciting. Uh, you know, he had some points, but it wasn't anything exciting. But Lopez has been terrible. So oh, he's been bad. Really so bad. if you want to go into this a little bit, that's fine. I mean, it's just difficult. I mean, Alex Gordon, but I don't know. It's it, looking for lo- it's such a tough price to pay, man. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's so like tough. I want the one-sided affair against one of these teams. I don't want the two low-end teams going against each other because it doesn't excite me. And I the know. same thing on the other end of it, too. 
Like, I'm yeah. just not excited about this. John Gray. Now, Linesar app likes John Gray a lot tonight against San Diego. It's on the road against uh, Marjavikas. And I understand that. I, I, I've already pointed out some other pitchers like similar profile price-wise like Quintana that I like a lot more than Gray. So that's my thing. Are, are you a John Gray guy tonight? Um, not so much. Uh, I, not really. <laughs> I can't get behind it. I like well, the look, fact that no he's on Arenado. Right. And Arenado's a guy, too, went a home run last night. We talked about him a little bit. Whenever he's against a lefty, it doesn't matter, home or road, you need to pay attention because that guy just destroys left-handed pitching. And well, their price on Fandle, Joe, is unbelievable. In well, stories, 3-7 yeah. and Arenado's 3-8. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just – and that's where I was going. You move on, yeah. Like, I had Arenado last night. I'm going to have him again tonight. It's just – it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Colin McHugh, one of my other favorite pitchers of the night going against Oakland. Great pitcher environment there. McHugh's been solid. Jose Altuve is just on fire. 8.8 is a, it's fair. It's a fair price for Colin McHugh. It's not a discount, but it's fair. It's not overpriced. So I think that's where I want to go. Uh, and, you know, it, you look at Oakland. We, we were on Oakland last week. Now against Houston, I'm going to be awful. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta kind of ebb and flow with these kind of things. What piques your interest here with these two teams, if anything, offensively? Yeah, love McHugh. I think he's a solid option today against Estrada. Estrada, he's a gas can. He gives up a lot of bombs, so I'm looking for some home runs. And, again, there's just a lot of value on the FanDuel side. Alex Bregman is off to a slow start. He's $3,700. Brantley's 38 and Correa's 38 That's That's a stack, a 3-4-5 stack that I can get behind and one that I'll pay up for on DK. All right, fair enough there. Uh, let's move on to uh, to the next matchup here that we've got, and it is – where is it? Here, Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber, the Beebs, 8.6 against Mike Leak, 6.7. Uh, Leak is kind of in that Gibson thing, so if you're, if you're playing – if you want to go oppo a little bit, then you can do that with Gibson and switch him out for Leak, and basically you have the same thing and just showing some differential, but the same concept. You're going with that underdog home pitcher – who maybe shouldn't be an underdog. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, now I guess the question is, you know, we're back with Jose Ramirez tonight against Mike Leak. Are we going down to the well again? Or are we even uh, considering dancing with Carlos Gonzalez? Yeah, both. I mean, especially if you're on the Fandle side, again, $2,400 for cargo. And I mean, come on, 24 And now this is what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the righty. I'm waiting yeah, for the righty. Got I got it tonight at 2.4. Let's do it. Cargo, yeah. we're in. Going back to the well again. I'm sorry, Seattle Mariners fans. It was a fun two weeks, but yeah, know. I mean, way better than you could have ever imagined. Yeah, Gary Depoto should have yeah. just, <laughs> just walked out and said, "This is I'm a genius." Yeah. All right, and uh, last but not least, we got Tyler Mall facing Kenta Maeda in Los Angeles. Uh, Mall's had some good starts this year. Um, the Line Star app tonight absolutely loves uh, Jesse Winker. Uh, so Winker, outfield wise, and Brandon Nimmo, and Puig, those are the top three return on investment outfielders. And those three, I think all three are good ones. Winker starting to come around a little bit finally. Everybody overreacting, I think, too much. So take me through this one. What's your thoughts on the Reds and Dodgers? Yeah, I think there can be some runs scored on on both sides. I think the Dodgers will probably be, um, you know, a popular stack. Uh, and, you know, pro- warranted. You know, A.J. Pollock is up there. I think he's fifth uh, in the league and just, you know, opportunities with guys on base and in men in scoring position as well. So uh, I think he's a sneaky little play in, in the five spot at $3,800 on DK. And, yeah, Winker's a good call as well the, for the Line Star app. You got the day off yesterday. He's been hot. Last week was a really good week for him. Let's see if he can turn it around ride that out. All right, call your shot. Who's the guy going yard tonight? Um, I'm going to go with – 
Freddie Freeman. I think Freddie Freeman's going to take Robbie Ray uh, deep. The lefty, lefty hatred. I okay. know. It's, it's lefty brutal. on lefty crime. I like yeah. that. I'm going Chris Bryant. Yeah, I Ooh. want it. I want some Chris Bryant. That guy's got real power. He can hit a ball out anywhere. Give me Chris Bryant. We'll see if it works out. I don't know, but uh, we'll see if we can ride the streak here. We can go two days in a row. <laughs> awesome. uh, just to recap, we like McHugh tonight. We're uh, going back on the FanDuel side to Ramirez and Cargo in the Cleveland game. Uh, we are also going for those FanDuel-sided Arenado story in the middle of that Rockies lineup. We are fading Milwaukee after last night. We are also fading away from a lot of these games there with these kind of mediocre starters going against each other. Kyle Gibson is, a, is one that's in the mix. Jose Quintana, my favorite guy of the night, certainly getting a discount there with a great matchup. Uh, Steven Strasburg and Glasnow, obviously very safe. Uh, we lean Strasburg ever so slightly in this matchup. And we're going back to that med offense against Nick Pavetta. So that'll do it for us. You can follow us on Twitter at LineStarApp at Joe Pisa PS17 and at Chris Meany. Make sure you're subscribing to the show and make sure you're downloading and upgrading to the Line Star Premium Package because it is fantastic. That that Kyle Gibson stat alone. That's yes. uh, that's that's one to continue. So that'll do it for me and Chris Meany. We'll be back again tomorrow because that's what we do. There's only one thing left, and that's to step out of the batter's box and step up to the plate from the on-deck circle and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. Listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meney.